All right. What's up, Val? Hey, how how you been? All right, man. All right. I'm a all little right. nervous. Uh, is, is is the chatbot on the the recorder? Chatbot is recording. All right. Um, did did you uh check out that website I sent you? Yeah. yeah. There's well, not yeah. much going on right now, it seems. So I mean, in, they started on the 4th of July, I guess, uh, for symbolic reasons, but I, I don't know. I'm getting that um that early r slash million dollar extreme energy, but it's divorced from Reddit, so I, I think it's potentially very exciting. He's going to have a forum? That's what it looks like. Uh, there, there is a forum. It's kind of um everything's occulted from everything else. Um, but if you um if if you go to like the first sidebar, that will get you into the forum. There's um oh yeah, this is a sketchy as hell register page. It is sketchy. That seems it very is, appropriate. Yes, it's yeah. um it's I think it's like deliberately um inaccessible. Oh yeah, man, it's it's bringing me back to like 2001, being a kid on the internet, very confused, kind of scared. Yeah, it's like neo. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm seeing a lot of um a lot of short fiction, like um you'd see on um r slash million extreme. See, um, way before I knew what Twitter really even was about, I ran into FOD on like a Charles Carroll live stream, and he was making like videos where he would do pull ups over like and overlay it over like a Desert Storm stock footage. And then I kind of like I mean, forgot about it. And then I came to Twitter like a couple months ago and I see he's still doing it and he's only gotten more on point. So I'm happy to I, see the, the development. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's really perfect because um, there was a, a, a good BAP episode about how, um, I, I don't know, shit like that is getting um, almost illegal. It's way easier to get estrogen there. Right now, so oh yeah, calling it 3D testosterone is is just a good. Your connection's a little good. Yeah, you're man. cutting out a little bit. Okay, um, I'll move into another room. Uh, how am I right here? That's better. Any better? Yeah, that sounds better. Yeah. Yeah, but I think almost like what you're saying about the bad thing and. Testosterone being like more uh, restricted I mean, is than estrogen better? is. Can you hear me I now? feel like you give it twenty, ten years, and like only aristocrats will have testosterone, and that's how they'll measure like your your ability. Yeah, your like uh, your wealth is... will be how much testosterone you can afford yeah. when everybody else will just have titties. Your T count. Yeah. Yeah. To yeah. can't put estrogen okay, just... in the water. Yeah, it's, it, it'll be the, yeah. the logical conclusion of the Chad virgin meme, where the the proles are virgins <laughs> and the aristocrats are Chad, with huge jaws, enormous giga Chad jaws. That's what it's all coming down to, eventually. I mean, did, did you see um, uh, I I don't know, they're giving like U.S. soldiers ketamine or something, but at the same time, China's making like um, berserker like um artificial drugs for their soldiers so there's like a long history there's like it's like giving soldiers drugs is lindy almost because it's like you can go all the way back to like you know so like uh ancient african tribes having like war and hunting potions and then like in vietnam they had like emergency 
amphetamine reserves that the squad leaders would give out. And now they have like pro vigil. Yeah, I just um I I remember a um like a 2016 era video of um it's like a Syrian civil war stuff just like some Kurdish girl um is doing like a sniper battle and like a bullet just like grazes right above her head and explodes on the wall and she like starts laughing and I feel like that's like the first time I saw evidence of like what that kind of like drug exposure combined with like sleep deprivation really does to someone. Um, yeah. I, I don't have know, you ever stopped to think sublime. that maybe war is a little fun? Maybe she was just having fun. Oh yeah, you get you get like addicted to it. I, um, have you seen a Restrepo? I, I think yeah, I've seen Restrepo, and there was a, they had a seat like not really a sequel, but the same. It was like the same group of people did it again. I think it was called Corngall, which got like more into it. Okay, I, I need to check that out. I, I Corngall is more like nuts like, and bolts. Yeah. So so basically, um, for people that don't know, it's um. You know, a documentary on uh, Marines in, um, you know, like a, a, a regularly assaulted outpost. In the Korngol uh, Valley, which was like yeah. the most dangerous part yeah. of Afghanistan. And they're just, they're really fucking into it. Like they hate Every it, day. but they love it at the same time. Yeah. Because you get, you get addicted to it. Well, where else are you going to get an adrenaline spike like that? Like people jump out of airplanes for fun. So you think yeah. like, yeah. you take that to the logical conclusion and it's like recreational combat. I feel like we have like a shitty version of that, like a 0.1 uh, milligram version of that when we watch like riot footage right now. Like you're, you're, oh, yeah. get, you're getting the artificial version of that. Mixed with the fear porn aspect where you can yeah, also get, exactly. you can safely get scared. Like you can get scared by proxy. You're just, you're just escalating. Um, pretty much everyone on Twitter right now thinks that their race is just done right now. <laughs> it's, I never it's thought insane. of it. Exactly, you're right. It's, um, it's just escalating to um, just like stochastic racial conflicts, I think. Yeah, which is, I guess, like the logical conclusion of uh, of like the wokeness thing is intersectionality. Is you're gonna if it, things it intersect, really that means they're disparate parts, right? Exactly. So if the, um, the future is the intersection of them, then what's the what's the future of them as distinct parts? Yeah, like making everyone think about race constantly, like um. I, I, I don't know, like, shit like that's just going to be inevitable. Well, I think, to be fair, we, we've been thinking about race pretty constantly for a while now. Yeah. But it's just, like, the... Uh, it's, the strange uh... for, um, it's strange for this generation, though, too, because um, I, f- I feel like um, white people specifically are more deracinated from their actual lineages than they've ever been. Um. But at the same time, they're getting self-conscious about, um, you know, the, the academic construction. And then they're calling oh, yeah. that. And like, I think you see thing. that in like, I think you see that in like, uh, in a lot of the riot videos, you see like the, the like counter protest videos are all like ethnic white people, like those guys in Philly, like the Irish guys in Philly or like, the, oh the, yeah, uh, yeah. The videos of like the Italian guys. Yeah like slashing uh unicorn riots tires it's like they're the <laughs> most they're like the they're like the the white people in america that still like have some sort of coherent racial ethnic community and yeah so like they they have some sort of reaction but if you're just like a wasp kid yeah you know, wasp identity died in like what with vietnam i mean wasp identity is not having an identity and yeah. covertly looking down on but it used to be country there. clubs you know but it now did, if you go yeah. to a new england country club it's italian and irish people getting drunk yeah it's really funny 
But even then, it was still defined as being, like, above people rather than having a distinct identity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I like, wasps are, um... I, I don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm around mostly, um, wasps. I have a partially really? wasp fam. I, I, oh, Cape Cod men. Uh, it's in my bio. Uh, it's, um, it's a strange area, but, um, everyone is, um, super liberal, but at the same time, we're, um, super into, um, being in, uh, these, these kind of self-segregated communities. Like, um, I, I go down the bike path sometimes and, um, like I, uh, some kids recently have started like um you know like writing um like Black Lives Matter stuff like that in the chalk, and I'm like 100% certain that most of those kids are white, just because there there are no other kinds of people. In Can we just this say that chalk in general town. is LARPing? If you're writing political messages in chalk, it's like the most neutered form of like graffiti. Like you don't yeah. even you're not even gonna write it in Sharpie marker. Like we're gonna do chalk so the rain can wash it away. How serious are you? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's also, it's also, too. yeah. There's people more serious about writing, like drawing penises on the wall, than you are about your political yeah. message. They'll use spray paint at least. Yeah. Yeah. And and then um, it's it's always um, you know, the the boomers will um, obscure parts of the message, but not the whole message. So you'll see just <laughs> it's, like a, a, a compromise. Yeah, you'll see a word that's just like blurred out, and then under it, the police. And you'll see like maybe an A, but the A is like gone, and most of the message is gone. Well, you know, that's what you get when you don't commit to the to the the facing of public property. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, I I, I don't know. Um. But why? I, I didn't think there was still wasp enclaves. I'm kind of excited in an anthropological sense to know that they still have. I mean, I, I I don't see I don't see anybody here um, below the age of like maybe sixty. So I I wouldn't get too excited. It's it's just oh, um, they're a dying breed. Have to go catch them before. Oh that. yeah, oh yeah. When yeah. are we gonna set up like? Uh, I guess we could picture this in the future. We'll have like white game preserves where you can go like the future generations, the future like. Hapa and Kazizo generations can see white people in their natural habitat. Can like that's what the country clubs are gonna be. Yeah, you just you just you just have them playing golf, but you have like a bunch of like Taiwanese billionaire children watching through like through glass, one two way glass, one way glass. <laughs> that's perfect. It's gonna be like Europe will be the same way that America is towards Native Americans. There'll be Native European, re- yeah. There'll be Native European casinos. reservations, yeah. <laughs> so like That's Monaco will still be a a European like casino magnate, but I, I mean, if we get Hell World, that's probably like you know you should be happy with that cut. If the world yeah. goes to shit, that's 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 a pretty good scenario considering. There's a lot of different things that could happen. I, I don't know. It's it's, it's so. Just, what's uh... your take? What's your take, Vile? How serious is all this really? Uh, everyone's th- obviously overreacting because I think yeah I I think um there's going to be more ambient violence that's going to take on like a more of a racial component and it's going to start to go two sides more than it has before but it's not going to lead to anything serious rather it's just going to um escalate um neoliberal kind of cultural destruction of everyone yeah I tend to think neoliberalism is is pretty like 
it probably has another at least 100 years, right? It's fucking invincible. It's, it's insane. I don't think it's invincible. I just think that this For is the second time. arc. This isn't the third arc, you know? Yeah, yeah. What about you, Bic? What's your feelings? I, I just feel like neoliberalism is going to finish sucking the life out of this country and then move to China and start sucking the life out of them. I yeah, mean, it already you're, you're is. Like, um, you're kind of an NRX person, right? A bit. Like, I don't know. I I don't so, really have strong feelings yeah, I, I don't either way other than just, like, either. shit sucks. And Yeah. Yeah, it, it just doesn't yeah. make... But, I mean, but we, there's a whole new chance for things to suck in new and exciting ways. Exactly. That's what I'm excited yeah. about. I'm starting to get more yeah. bullish on, like, Gibson-esque cyberpunk future. It's, it, really it seems like they're really feeding like it's, us it's, little bits and pieces. And yeah. I'm like, are we going to get neon-lit streets, transhumanism, uh, resurgence in organized crime, yeah, man, corporate I want those, Yakuza? I want those, I want those 90 story um, Asian woman billboards. You know? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, let's, like, let's really get into it. I mean, I would hate to be a kid, but I'm not going to be a kid during it. So, yeah. Because yeah. you never see kids in the Gibson books. I guess there's one in Burnt no. Chrome. He's yeah, like it's, a it's teenager, right? I, I only got a smartphone when I was like um fourteen and that's and that's probably way younger than um uh, a lot of people, but um I think it's still better than getting a smartphone when you're ten or yeah, below. I'm, think, when did the, I'm a little older than you, so Yeah, I, I'm twenty three. I think when I got my yeah, I'm like I'm a few years older than you. I'm yeah. on the other side of twenty five. I'll say it like that. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I was I was looking I was looking at porn for the first time on a flip phone. It's really funny. Really oh on a gosh. flip phone? Yeah. Did your parents yeah. not call you out for the bill? That was a um, flip phone internet was like they they kind of did but they didn't. Um, uh, I don't I don't know like it, it it was it was kind of um just like oh like why is this bill so high? I was just like uh, I was playing games. I was looking up cheat codes. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> But yeah, I was trying to think. I don't, when did the iPhone come out? Like two seven. I want to say two thousand eight. Oh, two thousand seven. It was around. Yeah, late. I think. Oh, yeah, late knots. Yeah, I think I got the second one, so I don't know how old I was. Yeah, I, I got Carol's like Carol rant on on the iPhone. It it just gets better over time. Planned obsolescence, all that shit. What, what were you saying, Bic? Oh, I was just gonna say I got mine when I was sixteen in like twenty sixteen. Yeah. yeah. And I it think was that's probably a good middle ground. Yeah. Yeah. It was like I needed it for like just communication and stuff, but I don't see why people would give like prepubescent kids access to that level of technology. But yeah, I see I mean, why. I, I just don't yeah. agree with why. Oh well, yeah, so I guess. It's, it's the babysitter, the babysitter yeah. aspect of it. I guess it's it's the same thing with TV, but it's um it's two ways this time. So. Which is the scary part. Yeah. It's talking back into the abyss turns out to be the scarier part. Like, people joke about those, um, those finger family YouTube videos, but it it is, it is actually incredibly disturbing, especially, um, if, as I've seen suggested, it's actually just an algorithmically generated thing. Which is somehow scarier than targeting. That's way scarier. That's way fucking scarier. The, 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 uh, the the algorithm is grooming your kids it's not even like some sort of satanic pedophile it's oh, just the, it's just fucking, a machine that fucking tiktok <laughs> video too from the other i don't even like want to describe it but you you know what i'm talking about 
from Night no, to Last Day? Or... I'm not sure which one. Okay, well, yeah. The I'm only just... thing I know about TikTok yeah. is redheads with fat asses. It's it's just like um thing. it's just like another like um it, it, like um clearly like a psyop where there's like a sexual element to it. I I don't yeah. know. You, you see a lot of stuff like that now. Yeah. Everything seems to have a sexual aspect. I'm starting to develop this theory that like the way to program humans is through their genitalia. Like that's oh, like definitely. Oh, what's I've found ironic is as we become a more sexual culture, you see like pe- more people identifying as asexual and aromantic in response to it. Just yeah. to opt out. It's too Yeah, confusing. just to opt out. Like they'd probably be fine with a more puritan like sexuality, but where there was the more only barriers, way, like yeah. the barriers were more yeah. And if they yeah. weren't on SSRIs, I feel like that can contribute to it. True. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm not, I'm not like completely puritanical on that, but I think that people should be way more careful with it than they have been. With yeah. SSRIs or. Yeah. Well, yeah. See, I don't like. Yeah, that stuff. Like I've seen it just completely change some people's personalities. Others will be fine, but it, it can really uh, fuck with you. Yeah. When I was in high school, there was a kid and he was sort of a weird theater kid. And yeah. our, like my friends weren't theater kids, but he hung out with us just because like he liked to do drugs, too. And <laughs> I watched him get on SSRIs. And then him, like, one day breaking down with us and telling us that, like, his dick stopped working. And ever yeah, since yeah. then, I was, I've, I'm like, there has to be something going on. There's no way this man's dick just stopped working on its own. Yeah. Just, like, as a coincidence. It, it definitely does that. And, I, and then I it plugs like... into the other theory, where it's like, if you program people through their dicks, turning their dicks off, that's, like, yeah. the end goal, man. Yeah. The logical conclusion. Yeah, it's it's dark. I mean, I I feel like we're just lucky that we weren't raised with VR for this stuff and oh, like simulated haptic feedback. That's gonna be um when when shit starts really hitting the fan. Once, yeah, you once think you, will, once will you parents, can simulate sensations, you know. You, will parents plug their kids into that, and that will be the babysitter? Well, yeah, <laughs> virtual jerk off cube. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's how we're all gonna experience everything because we can't go outside because of the pandemic or whatever is the the outside threat that of the future yeah even um my grandparents now like on, on both sides i've been with um both sets of my grandparents and um they they both say that uh it's it's a you know it's it's artificial it's a chinese made thing and i just agree with them it's it's sad yeah. to think of um people that don't agree with their grandparents on some of these things when there's actually real um like real shit going on that you can point to yeah yeah my pops finally broke the today with me on the phone he finally broke and he was like yeah this is definitely china and i was <laughs> like all right pops you're like 80 percent of the way there yeah yeah it's pretty obvious like I, I mean, okay, so I hear a lot of people saying, like, oh, the boomers are waking up. Are the boomers waking up? I'm not convinced the boomers no. can wake up. Not that that's I mean, a bad thing. I love I our mean, boomers, don't get me yeah, wrong. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm I, 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 uh, peace. Yeah, oh, of course, but, yeah, you know, like, um, they'll, they'll still, like, um, believe, um, the solution to everything is just, um, totally, um, breaking down all borders, um, 
that that really? was like the that was like really? um that was that um what um yeah yeah uh talking about um russia just that their um their birth rates are fucked because they don't um let in any immigrants oh i could see mm. something like that like, yeah. like the population yeah. has to grow so the, the the line can go up and the yeah. way it was literally um told to me was um demographics are destiny but with a liberal argument for that destiny being the stock market yes exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. have you seen uh have you seen brat it's a it's a russian movie it's a brother that's like Phil. a gangster movie right it's it's yeah. really it's really good yeah um the the end of it is just um the hero of the movie like um confronting some american stockbroker who's basically like um bought like um bought off like this um this russian uh hockey player but he's not paying him shit and he's just like pointing a gun at him and he's like oh i i know that like some people say that power comes from physicality some people say that power comes from money uh but i think that it comes from those who hold the truth and then he just breaks uh the stockbroker just starts crying and he's like yeah and i i think i think about that a lot when i think of russia because they're kind of um like they're they're still fucked in a lot of ways, um, in terms of trying to get their economy, like, running on like American levels of um, y- you know, but um, well, they're kind of like at, cut at the off same, from at the, the same rest time, of the they, global financial market. yeah, yeah, and they they haven't lost their um conception of themselves as a sovereign nation and culture, so I think that ultimately they're going to be more fine than a lot of Western Europe. Well, they're going through their pain early, you know. Yeah. They, they had to learn what... how to adapt. Some if they had yeah. to learn how to adapt without the like neo-lib empire. So if the neo-lib empire goes away or is weakened, like they don't have as much to lose. Yeah, my my, uh, my friend uh, at Thoughtful Abandon uh, had a good thread about how um even their internet um isn't um technically a part of the worldwide internet. It is a national internet, so. Whenever they feel like they have to, they can essentially close the borders of the internet too. Wow, like that's like really thinking ahead. I guess it's the same thing with China, but everybody yeah. knows that already. Well, China just keeps it closed all the time. So this yeah. is pure intuition. I have no evidence to back this up, but I feel like the Chinese know how to like break the wall of the internet. No, I feel oh, like well, Chinese. I, there's lots yeah, of Chinese yeah. people on like the, the the greater internet, despite restrictions. I mean, I had yeah. a friend who was a, a Chinese, uh, English, American national, all three nationalities, and he was talking to me while he was in China. Uh, he just had a VPN set up. Yeah. At the same time, he was um he was um in a class where I don't think that he would have any um issues with that. Like um kind of criminal connections basically just um bragging to me about how his uncle there had like a, a golden buddha and he was like slapping women or something uh so he was he he had those connections i'm not sure if everybody would but a percentage a percent a percentage yeah, yeah. I, I i think it's kind that of that was um, just a feeling i had i, I think it would be oh, tied okay. with the uh the gray market kind of or the yeah. you know which has a, I th- I'm also bullish on the gray market future. I feel like gray markets are going to increase with all this. Stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's like, a part of what Bitcoin is, right? Yeah, see, I never look too much into Bitcoin. To be honest with you guys, I'm like almost 
I'm like almost a normie. I've been off the internet since like 2014. I got back like six months ago. I'm trying to catch up. Yeah, all we, we the, all, all have like our periods of yeah. online and offline. Should have bought Bitcoin in 2014. Yeah, yeah I, I heard have. about it on like I heard about Bitcoin on the news. That's how out of the out of uh, touch I was. I heard it on yeah. like Fox Business on the way to work. Yeah, I had to look it up. It's really funny how the autistics are just right about everything now, and they're kind of gonna take on the future. I mean, there's something to say about paying attention, right? Yeah, and if there's yeah. anything autistic people are good at is paying attention. Yeah, I mean, I, I just assume that like everything I I see from a an anime avi has some truth to it now. Yeah, I, you just I, have to pick up yeah. whatever projection they add to it. Yeah. But you, at the same time, you can cross-reference enough of them, and you'll have, like, a pretty good idea of what's going on. Yeah. No. I mean, there's probably a few, like, risk consultants that just plagiarize Twitter and make oh, six figures sure. a year. For sure. Like, the master. Is that the... See, I'm still trying to figure out what the master's joke is. I thought he was just, like, a yeah, what Fifty Shades of Grey that? parody account. Oh, yeah, I, I, um, I, I sent him his, uh, his latest video today. I think he, um, he is just playing a character. Oh, yeah, um, no, yeah. Or, it's either Town, that or he was some sort of Indian guy. Yeah, I, 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 th I think he, um, he might be Paul Town, because Paul Town says in one of his books... Um, actually, in two of his books, he has two separate essays just titled... I am not the master. So oh, yeah, I, well, I, I, feel, I feel like with his, his mind games, um, he's kind of telling us that he is the master. Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out Paul Town, too. Um, basically, he was an <laughs> alt-right guy, um, like st standard issue, uh, like um, pretty funny, 2015 to 2016. Sometime in 2017, he started to suffer from schizophrenia he started a soundcloud rap career and then nice. that period kind of um climaxed with him uh burning down a barn and lighting his car on fire and now he's basically been under house arrest for a while and that's why he's been able to put out all these books oh good for him that's yeah. how you turn the negative into a positive yeah ex exactly it's it's an interesting story wow so it yeah. seems like the nexus of, of Twitter was really 2016. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel yeah. like this period is going to be looked back on fondly, too, because everyone's kind of been forced into it. But Because um, like I said, of, I got uh, on it because of the, the virus. When, I, when there was nowhere for yeah. me to like go out and hang out, I was like, okay, how am I going to converse with people? Yeah. yeah like, it's um, like a whole new world. I haven't seen anybody um like under the age of like maybe fifty in weeks. It's it's insane. Uh, it's it's really like you you just have Twitter for this right now for some people. Like I I um I uh, just went over to visit my grandparents for like two weeks and then um because my family's on the west coast and then the virus hit and they didn't want me coming back because I'd have to go on a plane so. I've basically just been um been on lockdown on the East Coast, and uh it, it it's strange because um I have friends here because I was on the East Coast before, but I can't see them either because they're worried about the same thing. Really? Yeah, it's it's a really really strange situation. Interesting.
See, every kid around my – well, I'm not a kid anymore, but everybody around my age where I am is, like, completely ignoring it. Like, I, mean, I went um, to 4th of July yeah. parties and everything. Like, but, I, I but don't th- there I don't are think some people that are thing. hiding. Yeah, like, it, it becomes trickier, like, when they're with their parents, I guess, and their parents are in, like, their 50s. Um, then, like, um, some of the paranoia might be more advisable. Yeah, I, I can understand looking out for the old ones in your family. Yeah. I, but I just I think just, it's interesting I'm to not, see how different people handle it. Yeah. It's annoying when people tell me that I'm at risk, though, when I'm clearly not. See, I got to um, think that's yeah. a psyop at a point. It's like you've got to throw away your youthful abandon. Like, we, young people do dangerous shit regardless. It's like the getting sick is the too dangerous for you. It's like you'll do yeah. a backflip off the roof into the pool, but you're not going to go outside with the flu. Like, come on, guys. Yeah. You should be breaking speed limits on the highway. Well drunk, yeah. Exactly. This is, the, this, is, this is healthy. This is how you keep your T levels high. Yeah. I feel like I just happened to do, like, crazy shit right before the virus hit. Like, um, I, I, bas- I basically... Um, like I MK altered myself on acid, and I just ended <laughs> many up... such cases. Yeah, um, it's fucking fucking San Francisco, man. It's a strange place. Um, I I didn't realize how powerful like a a window pane of acid is now, but I think I have like around like two hundred or three hundred milligrams. Like when I looked it up, so that's like three full sheets of the tabs. So, I'm nervous just hearing yeah. that. Yeah, um, oh, it it could it could have gone badly if um if I had like another personality type, um, but I ended up just like not being able to sleep and then um, um like worrying about ghosts, and like well that's that's good out. yeah yeah ex- exactly it it was um it it was an interesting experience um if you got just, ghost awareness out of a window pane of acid then you're definitely a winner yeah in that situation. Yeah, just like a, a lot of like um, getting paranoid just when you see windows because you think that someone could watch you. Uh, it really breaks down your thought process in a lot of strange ways. Yeah, man. What about you, Bic? You ever you ever find yourself scared Not, of ghosts? No, I I sadly haven't MK altered myself yet. I mean, so you should I, avoid I, I it if you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know. I mean, I intend on trying psychedelics, but haven't had the option to yet. Yeah. But not a lot, a lot not overdosing on them. Now. Yeah. You know, um, Owen Cyclops. Yes. I feel like he has a pretty advisable attitude to take towards it. Like I, I would never touch like ayahuasca or something. That's just. Well, um, that's. I feel like that was like a marketing scam because all of a sudden, like, how else does something that a pretty isolated tribe in like the corner of the Amazon, like some ritual they do. How does that become like international news overnight? Like someone's pushing ayahuasca. Somebody bought yeah. too much ayahuasca and was trying Joe to Rogan. <laughs> yeah. Oh Joe yeah. Rogan. It was him. Yeah, she's got pushes DMT stuff. Yeah. Damn, I forgot. I yeah, mean, he was a big big do- doer of all that stuff. Yeah. Joe Rogan, man. Yeah, what what's he up to? Like, um, he's just know. too powerful to be transgressive anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's well, in Spotify big. bottom, so yeah, I, which is I've weird. He's just that. Howard Stern now. He's just yeah. 2020 Basically, Howard yeah. Stern. Yeah, 
it ha it happens to everybody. Like I'm getting more worried about um posting edgy content on my Twitter now, just because of this the kind of sunk cost fallacy where I don't want to lose my account now that I'm near a thousand yeah, followers. Yeah. yeah. Well, big like relative to um where I was before, but yeah, it, it it's just um it kind of enforces paranoia on you because of the time you've already sunk into it. Which is something I've noticed. Like some of yeah. the bigger accounts, they don't post really that much, as yeah. opposed to like guys that are me and big size that are like you know 100, 200, 300, like basically up to five hundred. We'll tweet yeah. all day because yeah, like I I've been saying the account robot frog. He's kind of um. He's kind of become our BAP for the, the kind the kind of I, um, I, hundreds of Frog. I would highly Frog. recommend you you follow oh. Robot Frog. He has a, um definite like um paranoiac kind of vibes. He's um he he actually he responded to some e boy one time by just doxing himself down to like um his social he's, security he's number. His Robot Frog. Wow, um, that's crazy. Yeah, he he has like a he has like a default ad That's account, sick. which um kind of adds to it. Um, yeah, oh yeah, I did see that come up. Hold on. Yeah, I'm looking it up as we speak. Yeah, it's just robot underscore. Oh, I see it. He's, yeah, I found it. He's only got 226 followers, but I feel like he exerts like a disproportionate energy for where he's at. They're just powerful posters, man. Yeah. Because I was like had real boomer mentality about Twitter, where my whole take for like years and years was like, what am I? What would you say? Like, what is on there? Like, what are you? What What is there on Twitter to talk about? And then once you yeah. get on Twitter, you're like, oh, they, people's energy just radiates through the screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's um, strange hell? times. Um, I I don't get how people can still have Facebooks. You well, know. Yeah. Twitter is a lot like Facebook, though, as far as like how the timeline works and everything. Anonymous yeah, Facebook. But it, <laughs> yes, yeah, anonymous that's, is a that's trick. the case. That's what got me into it. Is it's like it reminds me of forums, like old school forums. You can actually be yourself because you're not tied to your face and your your um your real life friends. Yeah, no, a few of my real life friends though about my Twitter account. They just they just like to see the numbers go up though. They'll just tell me to tweet things so I get more followers. <laughs> Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Tells you yeah. what the type of friends I have. I I don't know. I I feel like um I'm just putting all of like my really transgressive shit into um my my like my books basically like yeah. um that and you're like a shit. lit major or something, right, Val? Um, you seem yeah. like a very literary guy. Yeah, I mean, I I feel like I might actually um switch majors because um I'm te I'm technically um still a sophomore right now, but um. I I feel like there's uh not as much value as I thought that there would be going in, like um, I, I yeah, unless know, you like, want to be like a that... professor, right? Yeah, yeah, but that that's getting too hard now with um the amount you have to lie through your teeth. Yeah, so, um, I I don't think the amount of asses yeah. you have to kiss. Yeah, like you you could you couldn't be like a uh, Jordan Peterson or Camille Paglia, pa Paglia I I think or. Anything like that, yeah. like um, that that's just no yeah, longer. Yeah, shit might have sailed. Those types of yeah. people are probably just anonymously posting on Twitter now. Yeah, exactly. When I went to college, I got I got a degree that's about as useful as 
a, a like literature degree is yeah. because well, I, people sigh off me and they be like, yo, you'll be a professor. You'll fuck yeah. co-eds all day. You smoke weed in the yeah. office. You talk about old books. It'll be sick. And then I got those, there, those like, oh, co-eds have never like been all. Those co-eds have never been more off limit, man. Yeah. <laughs> never well, before. As soon as I got year. there, I was like, oh. Yeah, not happening. I mean, uh, Bick is, um, you actually I'm a have, STEM um, man, yeah. So you, you actually have something boy. that's marketable, but you're still running yeah. into issues. Yeah, I, I'm you just socially retarded and hate the rat race aspect of it, so that's yeah. why I'm going to grad school. Dude, now you just have to lie about shit. Um, you're, about I guess you're, money, you're kind of... Yeah, you're kind of you um, yeah. showing paper. that you can you can walk the walk when you're Basically, saying yeah. that like um you're you're passionate about graphics design or something. Yeah, <laughs> job interviews graphics is design. humiliation, dude. Passion. It really is. Unless you get yeah. into like the real, and this is the, the the sad irony about this is because there are jobs where you don't have to lie through your teeth to get them, but they're just traditionally frat boy jobs. Like dudes yeah. get finance jobs, talking like getting drunk. On the Metro North train, they like land finance God. jobs. Yeah, yeah. Like, or like real estate sales. You'll like be doing coke in a bathroom in Lower Manhattan, and you'll like land a job doing real estate sales. That sounds great. Gosh, that that sounds but like a good just, career. You just gotta have powerful, like you know, frat boys friends and, and family. Yeah, the, or, the or grind just have mentality. Good coke. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's something like that. You know. <laughs> It, it, you know, it's just how it is, but it's, you know, I feel bad for the more socio-adverse guys because they should probably fill those jobs. They'd probably be better at them anyways, but they're just not in dirty bathrooms doing cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. So a funny uh, logo um, analysis a while ago was that um the only, he said that the only people in his high school who were successful now uh, were the weed dealers because they all moved to Colorado when legalization hit and they all have actual jobs now because they had entrepreneurial experience just selling <laughs> to people in high that, school uh, my my first read of that is that it's like Lo- logo is listening to too much rap music <laughs> probably i'm sure there's other successful yeah. people in his high school i'm sure he's making a rhetorical point but <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah it, Which, it's yeah. still a fair i mean it's even where initiative, I, am. I guess it is. If you're a stoner that decides you're gonna buy the pack, you're more I, you have more initiative than the stoner that smokes the dime. Yeah. I mean yeah. even here in freaking Oklahoma, there's now a cannabis dispensary like across really? from it's every not, it's not um what is it? Is it um medicine? It's med- medical medicine? only, yeah. but there's still like one We've got nearly as many cannabis dispensaries as we have liquor stores. Damn. And I guess you just get that anxiety diagnosis. Yeah, I mean, I think it's proven to be stupid easy to get the diagnosis to be able to do it, but... Yeah. It's just I like... A, I have a really incoherent take on legalized weed. Or it's so like, I smoked weed a long time. Probably too a little too long before I realized that it wasn't the greatest idea. But I'm yeah. like, I don't think kids should have... I mean... If you're a kid and you decide to smoke weed, you should have to get into like a dirty dude's car. Like you, you should yeah, have to identify easy. that this is a dirty thing. Like yeah. it shouldn't be clean. You walk in and people smile at you behind a counter, and there's like a menu and flavors. Like you should have to confront. It's like a that. hipster ass dude, you know. 
Yeah, you should yeah. have to confront the fact that that somebody smuggled this and like you know somebody shoved this up their ass to get it across the board. Yeah, it's it's sad thinking about a uh, lost time. Like um, I I was a regular smoker for about um two years um uh, twenty to twenty two, and I stopped um like when I moved um to the East Coast long term, uh, and I've just been much more productive and. It's funny how people can get into this delusional state about their relationship with this substance where it's like it's really good for you and it's it's like um you can use it for fuel or something and you can use it for ropes and it's like this magical substance and you can't oh. get addicted to it. Yeah. But you just end up you just happen to smoke it every single day and you can't well, go like, without it. And it's like the reality is that shit feels nice. Yeah, yeah. But, but then you got to come to the conclusion that not everything that feels nice is good for you, and it's you not like very many people are the telling time. you. It's not very like very many people in this day and age are telling you that. Right now, yeah. they're like, yeah, you should feel good all the time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, it's interesting. That's what people want is to just feel good all the time and not have to be responsible. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you know there's a global cabal of. Uh, satanic pedophiles that want to be responsible for you anyway so if you want to let go of the reins they'll gladly pick them up for you yeah yeah a good um a good uh master uh tweet is um the the global satanic uh pedophile cabal don't you mean the winner's circle (laughs) i mean he's not wrong (laughs) yeah it's a pretty rough take but it's not wrong i mean you can be mad that they're winning that's fair but you can't deny that they aren't winning yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's the thing that I just have the issue is what are we supposed to do about it? How do we fight it? What? Yeah. What's the deal? I they're acting like Gislaine Maxwell is gonna spill the beans, but I I don't think so. No. I don't see anything happening with that. So what do you yeah. think? Do you think do you think they're gonna whack her? Or, or they'll let I feel her like talk that's too obvious. Yeah, I feel like it's gonna be really boring, and people are gonna forget about it. And that would be the you're not gonna and then they'll whack her. Yeah. yeah, like yeah, like later they, they already like sent the message, you know. Yeah, yeah, they sent the message with Epstein because Epstein was obvious, but they they almost did it to show that they do the obvious thing. So now maybe they're yeah, they had yeah. more time to plan this one out. Yeah, it's it's um it's the give up your inquiries note from um eyes wide shut, you know, like they they don't have to send another one. Yeah. yeah it makes you look at the world differently, you know. Like I'm um I'm near Martha's Vineyard, and that makes me feel paranoid because Martha's Vineyard is supposedly another locus for that kind of stuff, like with um with the Obamas and everything. And those mansions, bro. Those are some creepy ass mansions. I mean, I see, like, really big houses here that I've literally never seen anyone enter or exit, and you never see any cars in it. But sometimes at night, you'll just see, like, a single light on. And it's it's something I've never noticed before, but now it really fucks with me. Huh. That sort of shit bugs me out, bro. Yeah. (laughs) Like, what? I mean, in reality, it might just be, like, you know... The yeah, old man I, that lives there reading a book. Like that's what I'm gonna tell yeah. myself. But you never know. <laughs> that's the thing. You yeah. never know. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, also if I owned like one of those old, 
like captain of industry, Martha's Vineyard Mansions, I would definitely do stuff to fuck with my neighbors. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because what else are you going to do? Especially yeah. Martha's Vineyard in the winter? Come on, man. Yeah. That's, that's a harsh locale. Yeah. It's Moby Dick territory. Yeah. Uh, Lovecraftian. But it's oh, beautiful in the summer. Yeah. It's lovely. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nice right now. It's just it's just weird, um, weird atmosphere with the virus because the, these are the people that are actually going to be hit by it because they're all old. Yeah. Well, you know, I hope they're all okay. I don't want yeah. any old people to die. Yeah. These old people need the life. Yeah. I I, I don't know. It's um. What what's it like with um with the virus with you, Bic? Like, is, is there any psychic kind of change you can suffer? Uh, a bit. My parents are still pretty paranoid about it. I can't go hang out with my friends and get drunk. Yeah. Because, like, they're obviously not giving a fuck about it. But since my dad's a boomer, I can't. Uh, and my mom thinks she's at risk, even though she's really probably not. But it, it's just, like, very cramped. And stuck. Yeah. Yeah, and then a um, network television kind of plays into oh, that God. because you have yeah. you have twenty four seven terror terror propaganda uh. about how everyone's dying. Yeah, like that. It's it's just not. Yeah, people are dying, but I I don't see what I'm supposed to do about it. I already wear a mask. I already don't go outside that much. I don't hang around high risk people. Yeah. Like I, I'm doing as much as I can, so but leave me the fuck alone. But you still have to hear alone. about it, like when you're, I know, when you're in what... your living room. Yeah, it's, it's and I'm just, just like... like you can't steal these kids' youths. Like you're some yeah. young guns. Yeah, you, you got like, come on, you can't steal your kids' youth from them. That that's like, you the gotta thi- let them go and do the thing. Yeah, well, I've I was I'm still angry about it that my uh, senior design got canceled for COVID and everything, and my entire senior year basic or senior semester of undergrad got chopped off because of this shit. And now my class is going to be the only one to have not been able to actually finish our project. And it just feels wrong. I'm sorry to hear that, babe. Yeah. So, I don't know. And on the one hand, I'm like, if people die, then at least it'll be worth it. But on the other hand, it's like, I guess to keep the death toll down it's good that we stopped but i don't know yeah so you're you're not in like oh oh. i'm sorry go go ahead ahead. no i was just gonna ask because that made me think like you know how you had the the generation of writers in between world war one and world war two they were what were they called like the lost generation or something yeah yeah is there going to be a second lost generation? Are dudes about to write some bangers right now? Because I know Miles I'm, writing a banger as we speak. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, is that going to be the I'm great trying. Gatsby of tw- 2020? Uh, the gamers and Um Dude, okay. I, I don't know. If there was be. games in the 1920s, Great Gatsby would have been a gamer. That's 100% true. It's just funny thinking about these new archetypes of people. Like, I, I've been thinking about, um, just as a concept lately, just the idea of somebody that reviews video games for a living. 
Yeah, and, dude, I, I grew I up like, on GameSpot, like Golden Era GameSpot, yeah. and I think about that a lot. Exactly, like so did I. So it's it's just really something nobody nobody thinks about, and I I feel like there's um like and as it's almost obsolete shown, now. Yeah, but no. like as has been shown with like um um I don't even like saying this word, but um with GamerGate and all of that stuff, like there's like immense psychological suffering and neuroses going on with these people. Um, and nobody's really tapped into that yet, so I kind of want to tap into that. Yeah. And I hope, hopefully it'll work out. Yeah. yeah GamerGate's something I missed, and it's like a mythical event in my mind now. It's like, uh, yeah. it's like the, the Age of Heroes in mythology. Like, there's yeah. all these powerful figures from a battle that, that happened generations before you, and it, you're still feeling like the, uh, the quakes from that earthquake, the yeah. aftershocks. It's it's really funny how um that's actually going to go down in history books now because mainstream journalists are positing that there's like a a connection between the Trump election and that. <laughs> so it's 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 going to be like a well, fucking yeah. um, Is that true though? Do you think book. that that's that's I've true? Seen that's that take. I don't know. That's the take is that Gamergate led to the rise of the alt right which led to Trump being memed into office and Yep. And that's it. I mean, I would say I agree that Trump was memed in the office, but meme in the broadest term. I yeah. guess every yeah. president. I would argue every president's memed in the office. Isn't a campaign a meme? Basically, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But but I you can we can uh, pick apart terms until they don't mean anything anymore. But I tend to think that. Yeah, I think like memes were weaponized to the extent in the 2016 election that they hadn't been weaponized before at least in like the internet sense yeah in terms of they really can't uh counter they really can't reverse engineer that process because it's so obvious when something isn't organic so it's like the uncanny uh, value of ideas uncanny value yeah it really is yeah i mean that's what the whole biden campaign and the hillary campaign before it that's their whole issue is they can't actually achieve authenticity. They just fake it and not well. It's um I, I, I don't know, like um I guess Joe Biden has, has the ice cream picture. But that's really the only thing I've seen. They're not really trying. Oh, of his meme of him? Yeah. Yeah. I, I well mean, like they've got I've, the writing with Biden gif. Yeah. And I've seen people use that, but it's like, it's so obviously crafted and like, it's just so easy to see through. I mean, there there are some powerful memes, or just um just images with Biden in them, but they don't make his campaign look very good. I'm, I'm no. thinking of the pool, the pool meme. Where yeah. Was, um, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's Corn a. pop. He's a memeable human being. It just he yeah. doesn't have the infrastructure behind him. If he had a like, if he had an army of anonymous sycophants, he would have a powerful yeah. meme campaign. It just he doesn't have those people. Yeah, I'm kind of expecting for something to happen, like him saying a slur in the context of quoting it as a bad thing, and mm-hmm. then um, like getting getting a lot of shit for that. I feel or do they like sweep it under the rug like the rape thing? It's something like that. Yeah. Happen. Yeah. 
or they lean into it. Like he said, soft A. Like it's cool because yeah. Biden said the soft A. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, mean, he's he's black, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you ain't black if you're not for Biden. So we have he's to take away Kanye's N word pass now. Yeah. <laughs> so the Kanye thing's fake, right? I. I, he's I, not I think gonna so. Run for president. He's probably he's gonna filed no paperwork called president or something like that. I have yeah. no idea. I, mean, I wish he you might, would. He might just, yeah, because that that would um ensure a, a Trump win, because uh, it would it would um it would split the black vote like maybe twenty eighty, but that would still be enough. I think even more than the black vote, it would split the twenty something white guy vote. Yeah. That listens oh, to under, rap. Oh, and underestimated twenty something white girl vote. True. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They won't admit it, but it totally would. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's rap is run by white women at the end of the day. That's the hottest take I have, but I will stand by it to my death. The majority of people who consume rap are white women. Yeah, like I, I remember I how um, they uh, co- uh, Kanye and Taylor Swift coordinated that controversy about him um him saying he want he wanted to fuck her in the Life of Pablo song. Like um, they all planned that in advance, so that um they all got um. You know, they all got hits yeah. out of it. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this whole age is about manufactured controversy. And the only yeah. people that seem to be able to penetrate it and provide any sort of randomness is the random bunch of audits that used to make up the majority of the internet but now just i don't know they've faded it seems it's the impermeable and like ancient power of talking shit with your boys yeah like at the end of the day if you get enough of your boys together and you talk enough shit you'll take over a space you you can you can see in the macro and the micro if you go into a bar with enough of your dudes and start talking shit, you will take over the bar. And you can extrapolate that to a street corner, to a street block, to the internet. Yeah. To the country. To the country. That's the country used case. to just be a bunch of boys. Fascism is you and your boys talking shit in the whole country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the more boys you drunk have at bars. the more shit you talk is the more fascist it is. <laughs> That's a good take. That's that's I mean, the take. You see a, a lot of uh you see a lot of things differently once you're kind of plugged in to certain parts of Twitter. Just things that you wouldn't necessarily not notice, but you would refuse to notice otherwise. Like um that um that highway protest um where uh two people got run over, how they specified that it was a white car. And a luxury car? Yeah. Which is funny to me because luxury car maybe maybe this is me but luxury car reads black to me. Yeah, it's it's an advanced form of gaslighting. <laughs> the white car is even crazier though, just because you get the word white in there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you need that word there. It just, just activates something. It's, yeah, it's meant to activate something in you. It's just um, it's it's about making everyone paranoid about everything. It's I wonder how much it's really working. Because sometimes yeah. I feel like they're like doing an excellent job, 
And then sometimes I'm like hanging out with a group of people and I'm like, oh, have you heard about like this, uh, this happened with the whole the whole autonomous zone thing? I'm like, have you guys heard about Chad? And they're like, no. I was like, oh, well, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's weird is like. Is the op being run on us? Do we think yeah. that we see the op, but we really are the op? Yeah. I mean, honestly, it could be. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if if I was in Seattle, I would be in Jazz. Um, not because oh, I'd probably I support visit, that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just um, it just seems like a like um one one of those um historical locuses for the spectacle kind of. Yeah. I mean, I just go to people watch. Exactly. There's gotta be a fuck ton of crazy people there, but you could probably buy coke or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was probably you know, it was probably mid central. The finest yeah. mids in the Seattle area. <laughs> but they had now... specified no smoking zones though. So Yeah. Oh. And and now there's um there's one in, in NYC too. Oh, is there? The, wait, that's what I heard. Yeah, it's, the it's China Chalet one. Yeah. Interesting. Apparently, yeah. it's 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 more of a it's more of a. It's know, just occupied too. It's more. Yeah. So this it's, is all really the the spinoff of Occupy, right? This is them trying to like. Yeah. Have they're a, trying have to a... recapture momentum. That... Was Occupy real? I feel like you guys would know. Was that actually grassroots or was that a psyop? It was real at first, is my yeah. take, but, and it, then it but was... nothing can be real for long. Yeah, no. I, I just feel like that was when they rolled out intersectionalism as the governing principle for the left. I tr- yeah, I believe that. Yeah. So... Well, and you get into the the forum wars and the early SJW stuff around that same time, and then that's where the psyops really start. So, and... so it came out of Tumblr, like that, that the internet wing of the intersectional army that was like come came out of tumblr uh something awful i think is where it initially came out wow i only i thought something awful was mostly like photoshops that's how i I knew something awful was photoshop i think it was like a general forum for all sorts of discussion but that like a lot of the early people that would go on to be key figures in like occupy and then later movements started there as like yeah because i remember hearing moderators like the Chapo and shit. boys came out of there and yeah everything. how are the chapo boys holding up not well like, as far as i know I, I feel like the bernie thing kind of like remember that kind like of killed bernie them. sanders was a thing for a while right damn yeah <laughs> well until the, old the dnc took him out again and yeah I'm still sore about that, but then and then their subreddit got banned from Reddit, and it's just all gone to shit for them, as far as I can tell. Yeah, how do you trans like if you're like a, a Jacobin style, you know, New York City art scene like communist? I don't know how you transition to like armed anarchist autonomous zone. I think I feel like that's a tough yeah. Transition. I think the in between is currently best represented by like Vouch and Vosh, however you say it, and like his ilk. And like they're all white men that Oh, did did you see the thing he the controversy with him? See, I saw sure he defended is. some 
girl who was saying that like land back and indigenous peoples won't actually get all of their land back and expecting all of the people of European descent to go back to Europe is un it's unreasonable. It's not going to happen. And apparently just saying that that is wrong and defending somebody that says that makes you an enemy of indigenous people. Which is completely true. And um, yeah. if you think about it, like, um, what, are you going to deport all of the non-white people who aren't genetically from uh, well, America, too? Yeah. Because then um, what will happen is immediately you'll just have... Um, You'll just have um, black militants saying, "Oh well, they own slaves too," and then yeah. it just it just gets into the the race war feedback loop. Kind well, of and that's the, and that's the whole point of the intersectional thing, right? Is that you always have there's always another card to play. Yeah, you can just keep playing cards on top of cards. Yeah, I mean, I just feel bad for native people that they're being replayed as some sort of like weak victim, where it's like, no, these were the great warriors of the plains of America. These yeah, like there's like a real excellent hunters and stewards them. of the land, and all of a sudden now, like they have to play like they're pussies. It's like how sad. Yeah. What 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 a fall of a culture. Like you couldn't even let them. You couldn't even let like their legacy live on and being named like getting named after cool assault helicopters get named after them and stuff like that. Like you couldn't even let them have that. It would you know? be pretty cool if the Comanches just started carving out an ethno state in New Mexico or whatever. Well, there was there was some sort of I know in Canada there was some sort of like series of native protests, yeah, right that were armed. I, I only vaguely and there were some that. in like the Dakotas, I think, for the Keystone Pipeline. That yeah, there were protests, but I don't think that was like land. I think in the Canada, yeah, they were, like, I don't think they land. ever actually occupied land. And then you have the Zapataistas in in Mexico. I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, but they like uh-huh. are actually the in. Yeah, they're actually yeah. Indios that, like, carved out. They have, like, basically their own autonomous country that Mexico doesn't... Well, Mexico has other problems, but... Yeah. I mean, Mexico, Mexico kind of lets them Yeah, like, parts neo of that country are just... They're just owned by the cartels, like, entire It's neo-feudalism. If you want to see it's what it looks wild. like, you look there. Yeah? Yeah. They literally had a cartel called the Knights Templar that, like, Damn. cleared out a city. He was like, guys, you have to clean up the city for when the Pope comes. He's <laughs> like, no, we'll I be mean, killing all the degenerates before the Pope comes. Isn't that what the NRX people want, is Catholic drug lords running neo-feudalist cartel mini-countries in mean, South it's, America? It's now. The future is now. Yeah. And they're just, hereditarily passed. Like these cartels are like hereditarily passed on, where like the leader's son takes over when dad dies, because it's all based on like rancher politics. At the end of the day, yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, it's, maybe it's maybe it's a how, perverse um, thing for me to watch, but it's it's fascinating. It's yeah. not how there hasn't been any good um, gangster movies about Mexico yet. Like even um. Like, even if it was a Mexican director, I feel like that wouldn't fly right now. I mean, what? There's not one series Narcos that they do, but that's all about Colombian drug people, right? Yeah, it's it's not as close. Yeah. It's interesting, why not? Because you could literally do a Game of Thrones type HBO thing and just make it in the modern day and they're Mexican cartels and you wouldn't have to change anything else. Yeah. It would do really well, too. I, I think it's the issue of it just being too close to home right now in the reality. 
that people don't want to see. I mean, Chicago that did well too. There was two of them. Yeah. That was kind of about that, and that had the added angle of like, oh yeah, the gov- the United States government is definitely involved with this. Yeah. Yeah. Oliver Stone type shit. Yeah. But yeah, I guess yeah, Mexico's the NRX. I'm not really sure what NRX means necessarily. Neo reactionary. I think comp bot when I hear NRX, but I have a feeling he's not. He's that. not NRX. He's basically I don't... a liberal now. He's Is, yeah. yeah. And he blocked me, and I'm still a bit miffed about that. Oh yeah, uh, why why did he block you? <laughs> uh, because I posted a meme making fun of him. I have because... definitely posted a meme making fun of him too. And I mean, added him in it. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it, it was a screenshot. I, I was watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia, and there was this guy who just looked like a slightly fatter, just slightly more exaggerated version of him. And I, I posted it and was like, I didn't know that Compot was an extra in Always Sunny. <laughs> and yeah, he blocked me. Yeah, I feel like when accounts get too big, they just instinctually grow thinner skins. Yeah, I mean, interacting with more people, so they just assume the worst. Yeah, like, just mute me, don't block me, because I still want to be able to see what you say. Yeah. But I guess whatever. What's fascinating about him to me is with like the name search. Like, if you just say Compbots, I've posted about Compbot where I just said his name and he's popped up, and I'm like, is this part of the? This is part of the? Because my take on Compbot is he's just like a very cerebral troll. Where he like thinks of takes that seem super serious, but they're really just to get everybody mad. And the name yeah. searching is part of that troll. Like I can't help but think that's what it is. Probably. Because yeah. Whenever Compbot comes, like I'm even a little spooked now. Whenever Compbot comes up in, situ- in like some situation, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to listen to this motherfucker say something. <laughs> like he's gonna pop out of the woodworks and have a comment. We should name this episode Compbot and see if he actually listens to it. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Yeah, get the I mean, to, to an extent, he probably will. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I almost respect him for that. That, like, if that's his take, like, if he's serious, that's kind of lame. I like him disappointed. If he's, like, actually being sincere and serious, that's kind of lame. But if this is, like, just, like, the next, the next era of trolling, then I have, I have a lot of respect for him. Yeah. Yeah. I just, um, I really liked uh, the logo thread today about Ava. Yeah. I thought that that was a, a good way to make everyone angry so that's that's, but he's that's, right. the, that's a giant robot anime right yeah yeah it? okay i keep on hearing about this i feel like this is like a, a fundamental part of internet culture that i haven't it, re- it really is a, a lot of things yeah. will kind of click into place when i hear it's it. vaguely catholic um, and vaguely anti-semitic a little bit and gnostic yes yes actually both of those things um Basically, it's it's just um, it's it's like really like um, the religious elements of it are Eastern, but it uses a lot of Western like um, alchemical imagery just because it looks cool. Um, I think that that's the stated reason why like um, they said that in an interview. It just looks cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a definite anti-Semitic angle you could look at because the um. Some of the members of the Illuminati, just the way the noses are drawn, uh, really interesting. Mm-hmm. The Jews really just got a got a monopoly on big noses. As an Italian American, I'd like 
we also have big noses, this is big nose erasure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I've always heard it called, like, the Roman nose. So... Yeah. Like, I figured it wouldn't really be a Jewish thing, but I guess not. Uh, they just they just locked it down. They took it. They got it. They took it from they, you. Cultural appropriation. It. This was part of their plan. Yeah. Goodness. But, yeah, no. <laughs> like, I don't know if you still have Netflix or whatever, but Ava's on there now. So Yeah, you know what? I actually have it. Orc Brand was talking about it. And I was like, is this a meme or is this real? And he yeah. you know, said it was real. And so I have, I've torrented it and it's in a folder. I'm looking at it right now. It's yeah. just the way that I live my life is I don't get home until like 1030 at night. And I'm not about to start watching anime at 1030. Yeah. So, um, so you, um, you're working a job right now with the virus. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it yeah. sucks. I, I mean, it's fine. Like I, I'm actually happy. I'm happy that I can pretend like things are kind of normal. And I, I yeah. work in like, a, I guess, as Paul Scalas would say, I'm in the 12 hour life. So it's not like I like clock in, you know, mm. I, I'm flexible. But nice. But no, yeah. it's nice to go to an office and like nobody wears a mask and it's a normal office. Like my life hasn't changed that much. What does suck with you. No, what does suck. Well, I get to play games with them the way this has worked out. But. What does suck is I have to move to a major metropolitan area next, like in yeah, a few sure. months for the next year, and so Oof. I get to be have a front row seat to everything for a year, and there's not it's not really negotiable. That's fun. Yeah, so that's going to be exciting to see how that works. Yeah, but at the same yeah. level as my as my pin tweet says, I'm not really scared. If you die in an exciting way, I mean that's better than dying in an unexciting way. Yeah, yeah. What's what's the um the firearm situation looking at where you're at? Is where that I an live? option for? Yeah, is that an option for you? In the city I'm going to, like, there's no chance. Yeah. Where I live currently, yeah, like I grew up, yeah, with his guns all over the place. Nice. You could so. get a sword like that Catholic guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that guy was a Catholic guy with the gladius. Oh yeah. They keep embarrassing us, man. I was just born yeah. Catholic. Why does why do they have to be so embarrassing? Like, geez. yeah, it's it's it's, an, it's interesting seeing all of the converts. Um, Dude, it's like, as, that um, the guys that a, convert to yeah. Buddhist are less all embarrassing. Track yeah, it's, it's wild. It's like guys, you're supposed to just like sports gamble and be guilty. I don't know what and have children. How are you guys yeah. fucking this up? It's the simplest thing. You don't even have to read the book. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You just go to confession. That's you wear the necklace your grandmother gave you. Yeah, you go to confession. You know you feel guilty yeah. when you do something bad. It's easy, guys. Let's let, let's not overcomplicate this. Yeah. Though I you do have, follow um, a couple of them on their accounts because the art is cool. Is there yeah. is there um um I'm just because this is this is me. Is there an old woman in your family that um whenever you talk to her she'll just tell you like some horrible news story she just read because. I have that where I'll call her and she'll just tell me like, oh, like a, a boy was just torn apart by a pack of dogs. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like that's a part of it, too. My my uh, my my paternal grandmother is like very much a like if she was born a few years later, she would have been a poster for real. 
because yeah. she likes she, her type of thing is the equivalent of posting like retweeting for her. She'll cut out newspaper articles and snail mail them to me. Oh, nice. Oh but yeah, God. it's all te- it's all terrible shit. And then she has like her commentary <laughs> she writes on top of it, and it oh really is just like a, a, a OG repost. She's the same grandma we had a, that post you had about old women that don't understand technology. She's the same yeah. grandmother that thinks my iPhone is just the machine with all the answers in it. So whenever she has a question, she's like, "Ask the machine with all the answers in your pocket what like when high tide is or whatever." Yeah. Huh. So so that's fun, but. Yeah, I definitely have that. My other grand, my maternal grandmother, is like always happy all the time. I don't think she even pays attention to the greater world, which is like at a certain point. When I'm old, I hope to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. That's um, why you have kids actually, to um, for you. Yeah, this is a a Paul Town tweet I saw today. Is that um being rich used to be about having easy access to information, but today being rich means you can block out information. Yeah, you get a bunker. Yeah. You get, bunker you get an island. Yeah, that's like, I think that's like the, the legacy of the prepper era. Remember, it seems so long ago now, but remember the prepper era? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've talked about prepping all the time. Like, prep was a thing. Buying, like, uh, uh, buckets of food. Yeah, it's just funny been, that it's, it, it's, yeah. it, it seems like it's come to roost. Like, it seems like they're finally, like, vindicated. But then all of a yeah. sudden, it's quiet. Yeah, like I haven't heard from pre- the word prepper. I haven't heard come out of anyone's mouth in this yeah. whole news cycle. Well, did they become a boogaloo? Is that a real thing? I think thing? that's what they morphed into. Ah, dude, that, I feel like that's fake. Are there actual yeah. bo- like? Is that a real thing? Are those guys real? I've, I've never met one in a while. In the wild, yeah. I go to I go to fight like shooting ranges, you know, yeah. four times a month. And I, I mean, heard, so. I, I've known some people who were like posting Boogaloo me- memes in like January and shit, mm. and they've been gunning for something for a while now. So I don't know. Okay. So maybe it's just I, not something I've encountered. I feel like it's a more mild form of like right wing militias, essentially. But I feel I don't like right wing militias don't exist anymore. From what I've gathered, they existed in like 2016, but I like. I think they've existed, or they continue to just exist. They've just gone underground for the most part. Yeah. Because the limelight is not good for them. Remember that um, that Estonian Adam Waffen division that ended up being led by a 13-year-old? Wow. Yeah. What? It was was all uh, coordinated through online. They, um, They did an attempted bombing, so it got really real, but their leader was a 13-year-old. Nice. Damn. Lindy. Yeah. <laughs> really, really Lindy. Like that's, a that's 13-year-old military start. leader? Yeah. Yeah. Young Alexander. Yeah. This is what we should return to. See, how, how is Estonia outpacing us in mil- militant white youth? America, how far we fallen? Yeah. People we used to think just... we were crazy for blowing up abortion clinics and now we can't even get a 13 year old yeah we just become dependent on technology <laughs> i mean is it because kids are getting more laid or is kids getting less laid this is the question of they're the age i can't laid. get a straight yeah. really you think that's what it is my first yeah. instinct There's is that they're getting sex. more laid there's yeah. less sex for like definitely less. yeah 
I guess yeah, you guys are in because you are are both college kids, so you would you would be on the front lines of this. Yeah, a lot of um, a lot of girls just like crying like after you kiss them for a second and then saying that they're a bad person. And then, like, not <laughs> well, that what they that's mean. always happened. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe that's well, universal. I mean, yeah. a certain type of girl for sure. Yeah, you got to be nice to them. Oh yeah. But yeah. at the same, you've got the asexuality stuff going on. You've got all the 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 new kinds of chaos. Definitely not helping anyone. Mm. Yeah, Damn. it's weird. Damn. I know. I also don't like this. This social media is bad, but it's even worse when the women use it because it mm-hmm. just goes to their heads. Mm. And yeah. I think We're I have, have a lot of them. Right yeah. Yeah. They, they're getting a lot the of them. Yeah. I, I had a lot of them unfollow me yesterday, which was oh, my intention. When you posted okay. that. The tweets, yeah. My official take on that is 1619 is the last okay. Yeah. It was actually. It was actually. Okay. So in reality, that's the last year. It's okay. In in reality, it was 1618, but I added a year just to just to make it extra. 1618 is clearly okay. Yeah. When I was 16, I had an 18-year-old girlfriend. I went to senior prom when I was a sophomore. That's not weird. Yeah. A lot of people now would say it is. Yeah. Because of the way things are. It's a strange, strange landscape. Wow. But I'll still stand by at the end of the day. If you're both in high school, 16, yeah, 19, last year, it's okay. 2016, it's not even like a mental no. thing. It's just the numbers look too funny. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, that was a weird year, too, 2016. Maybe there's, like, some numerological yeah. connection. Oh, so you there. were in high school in 2016. That must have been wild. I was, uh, yeah. I, I was actually, um, I think I was my whole college year. experience was, like, over, like, pretty much over by the time 2016 happened. I was like, just starting college then, yeah. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was almost graduated at that point. So it was, was weird. It, it must have been a different world. Like, I feel yeah. like that's when the world changed, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's more... when the internet really caught up to the real world. Well, I feel like it's when the, the intersectional crowd started feeling like they were really losing. I think they were less th- resting on their laurels. Because we, like, uh, we had all the sensitivity classes, but no one took them seriously. Like, you mm-hmm. could crack jokes through, through sexual harassment class, and people would laugh like it wasn't. Nobody took it seriously. But I feel like once they realized that, like, oh, we might be losing, they kicked it back. Yeah. People are really strange about these things now, really. Just this, this um, ambient paranoia about um, almost like they, um, they want you to say something wrong so that they can um, um, prove some kind of assumption. I don't know. It's it's I well, don't it's a know power game, is. right? It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's it's a it's a it's a word game. It's a power game. But uh, the, the, just, nefari- the most yeah. nefarious part to me in this is that they won't admit it. It's like I get it. You, you, everyone wants power. Power is its own justification. Like this is if you're paying attention, you know this. Like you don't have to try to shield it behind some sort of theory yeah. that makes you moral. Just notice just a lot, yeah, like a lot of like weird shit. Like um, when I was in college, like one of the first days I was there, I was just like talking to someone, um, like at a table, and 
she just started talking about foot binding, like in China, out of nowhere. Like pro And foot binding? Like she wanted to try no, it? like aunt, no, like anti, like how bad it was. But it's it's we're eating lunch. Like what are you doing? And it's like, what was she Chinese? Yeah, I she was probably like her family was like two generations down, like American. But yeah, huh? Bizarre. <laughs> I, I want to. I, I feel like that happens, like so that they See, can like um see so if let's you try say to. anything. Oh, okay, that's what was my next question. I'm like, let's try to dissect what she was trying to do with that. <laughs> Because I'm like, one part is like, is she just autistic about feet? And does she really want to talk about feet? Or is there some sort of ulterior yeah motive here? she probably thought you had a thing for feet and then was trying to suggest that she was okay with it or not okay with it oh, damn, do you I have a thing noticed. for feet, Vile? yeah I have a thing for everything I mean, hmm. I like women, that's my stance yeah yeah, I feel like nice that's yeah, if, if, it's, if it's a part of a woman's body, then we're good if it's nice, I mean, if it's not nice Yeah. Yeah. It seems like the way the the psychology for that works is that like because it's like perceived as the least sexual part, it becomes the most sexual because it's like um this weird inversion process. That's my analysis for that. It's it's funny we're talking about this because at work I was having a conversation with one of my partners about this. His take was that feet Small feet are a sign of fertility. Hmm. But his whole his whole uh, take on the world is that everything is a balance of like men seeking fertility and women trying to look fertile. I mean, mm. to some extent, I feel like that's true, but also that's just a very basic analysis. I feel. Yeah, I mean, like I think maybe in nature that's what it's like, but you have to yeah. you have to bring in the the. The human sin, which is that we overanalyze everything, we have to analyze everything. We don't, we don't yeah. get the piece, the animal piece of just living in nature. It's a very, yeah. uh, very Jordan Peterson kind of mindset. That everything's, yeah, okay. So I don't really know that much about Young, but I know a little bit about Young. Wasn't Young's whole thing that not everything's sexual? I, don't I think know. so. Young was more. There's archetypes and yeah. And Jordan Shit. Peterson seemed to be like everything sexual. I, I guess that's why he ended up in some Siberian gulag, like getting off benzos. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I thought he was dead for a while, but apparently he's, um, he's back now. He's he is risen. Have you guys heard about the Wendigo Jordan Peterson thing? Oh, tell me. I I heard that Wendigo hypnosis. Tell me. So what? I I picked this apart from uh, various schizo posts across a variety of different sites but what it seems like is that apparently jordan peterson did research with like native american shamans like that was part of his earlier research into archetypes and spirituality and the like and that his it's too much of a coincidence that all of a sudden this guy goes into an all-meat diet which is bizarre in itself the concept yeah. of an all-meat yeah. diet not because you like meat and you're some sort of freak which would be understandable, but like some sort of bizarre health benefits. So people are claiming that there's ancient in, like Native American rituals that summons the Wendigo to like give you masculine power. And Jordan Peterson did that to try to seize the masculine power so he could teach it in like some sort of audiobook class 
and that he's been possessed by the Wendigo ever since, which is why he eats all meat and that he can't control himself. He has to take these benzos to suppress the, the cannibal urges of the Wendigo. Yeah. What the hell? I, I mean, mean, maybe it's not literally it. true, but it sounds technically true. It sounds good. I could, I'd read a book. Well, maybe not read a book. I'd watch a YouTube video about that theory. You would go through a few schizo posts if they were linked to you, which is about yes. what I did. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's just interesting enough to... I don't know. I mean, if, if, you, um, if you take hallucinogenics and you see something and you project in your mind that that's like a, an entity that's separate from you, um, your mind can do the rest of the work and you can end up picking up some really weird habits. And it's like, is that... Is is getting convinced during some sort of Native American shamanic experience, is that any weirder than people who think their life is Harry Potter? Who got like radicalized by Harry Potter? It's like it's yeah. about the same level of uh insanity. Yeah. But we can't call it insanity anymore. It's other kin or something I mean, else. Who, who says I can't call it insanity? The, they do. The the I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not scared of them. The, they can come the to me. I'll drop my location right now. They... <laughs> I mean, but that's that's been the weird thing is to see, like, neurodiversity and, like, neurotypical become... It seems like it's the next battleground for these sorts of people. Oh, yeah, it's telling you your yeah. brain's wrong. And it's like, okay, so now you're, you can't have a gender that's, like, normal you can't have those norms. So now we're going to take away psychological norms. Yeah, one of my favorite um, anime wife lover tweeting habits is that he'll say something like um, extremely racist and then immediately afterwards he'll say, sorry, I'm autistic. I didn't realize I said something wrong. And then you'll have like 50 different tweets saying, actually being autistic doesn't mean that you're racist, that you can't say that, and it'll really get a response, like, more than the racist thing, the autistic part. Yeah. That's so weird. I, it's sort of it's, artistic um, that he can do that, or she, I don't yeah. know if he or she. I'm just now looking at their account. Uh, yeah. It seems and, like everyone that follows me also follows them, so. <laughs> yeah, he's, um, he's, a, he's a real artist with it's a great stuff act. like that. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's sort of like yeah. it's like cla- it's almost like classic misdirection comedy, just applied yeah. to. You you hit them with one thing, and then when they're looking at the left hand, you're already hitting them with the right hand. And people get really angry. Well, do you follow Kirkbra? Kirkbra. Um, he's more of like a like the right wing bodybuilder sphere, but he's like a troll account where it's like really muscular, like sexualized the Roman soldiers. Based. And he does like instead of sissy him, hypno, he does like palm hypno, which is like powerful white man hypno. Oh, I think I have seen this. Yeah, which so, is uh, which is at again? It's at uh Pwam tube P W A M tube. But uh, yeah, proud white alpha male <laughs> But uh, he'll do posts where he'll like post these like ripped, obviously like homoerotic. Roman soldiers, and then all the comments will be people being like, don't you know that the Romans are gay? Like, what the hell? Like, they <laughs> fucked boys and shit, and he's just like being like, you are soy. And people just lose their mind, because I'm like, at a certain point, why are you even engaging with this? Like, what is it about this that's attracted you to it to such a high degree? Yeah. 
people don't like um, a lack of coordinated irony that's like really obvious. So they'll get aggressive. It's, um, I, I, I don't know. Like the, the point of irony is that you tell unless you're in on the joke and you have to like make yourself in on the joke. Um, but it, it, it has to do with that whole vibe of uh, like um, satire isn't real and stated intent when really it's the other way around satire isn't like good satire if like some people don't fall for it so if you can like gas well, that's the funny people, part yeah if, the if funny you can, part if you is can laughing at the people, people who don't like you're good yeah so is, is that why the left can't meme because they have to be too inclusive it's the fucking sincerity. Like that's yeah. that's what it is. I like sincerity though. I'm pro sincerity. I mean, I but think there's a half of my I'm, posts I'm are lying. sincere. Yeah. When I say a post is sincere, I legitimately mean that it's sincere. I, I think since sincerity in like art, which can include which includes like some posting and like memes and shit like that. Like if you're just doing like a text block about like what you really believe, it doesn't work. Like it's it's just cringe. Yeah. I feel like yeah, I remember trying to be yeah. yeah, being persuasive, I think. Like trying to be persuasive, I think is like if you're sincerely trying to be persuasive, I think it comes off poorly. If you're just stating something you believe sincerely, I always appreciate that. Yeah. I'd agree I do that. both. I just um I, I do both extremes. That's what I try to do. Yeah. But you're also a better writer than most people on Twitter. I don't know, I'm I'm trying. I um uh... I, I could I couldn't like um I couldn't do like a BAP style thing. He has a really distinct way of tweeting. I wish I could. Yeah. I was around for early BAP. I would like to have seen BAP when he was like a small account. Because yeah, I, I, I only I just, see um, BAP the 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 fixture. Like I never encountered yeah. BAP the post. Yeah. I just I I searched for his um his famous tweet about um you, you are gay and. It looks like it was deleted. So the tweet only exists in screenshot form now. That's a shame. Yeah. I don't know. I've just assumed that, like, everything that he believes is boiled down in Bronze Age's mindset. Memes or not. Yeah. I I I have his dissertation if you want. Or the supposed dissertation. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'd be interested. Did you read it? I, I've like skimmed. It's a couple hundred pages, so I've like skimmed. It. Holy shit. But it's it's Nietzsche. It's Nietzsche. It's Nietzsche and yeah. uh, and uh, like how do you confront power using Nietzsche? Which who knows if it's really? It's a guy that's supposedly bad. I'm not necessarily convinced that it's him, but it's a good yeah. bit on Nietzsche in general. And I tend to think that well, Bronze Age mindset basically lays it out that it's 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 Nietzsche or based yeah. on Nietzsche on some level. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we haven't moved on too much from Nietzsche in terms of like actual personal philosophy and personal approaches to the world. I think it's its frankness. The frankness of Nietzsche. That's just like power yeah. is is its own justification. And I mean as far as like practically applying something, that's probably the the the, the most effective thing to apply yeah it's just become powerful and then think of your excuse afterwards yeah kind of um uh, that's what that's what the people in power do 
Yeah. <laughs> and that's yeah. like a bunch of Avila too is just that. And uh, he he really um he had a way of um looking at early modernity that I think you could still apply usefully to today. Like um I was reading the Birth of Tragedy and he has a bit about the opera in it where he basically says that it's like this bastardized form that uses elements of music and poetry and theater but like it combines to something that's like less than any one of those mediums in their pure form and i was reading that and i was just like oh like he's describing video like that describes video games too yeah so what's your take on video games vile because you you are writing a book on the gamer i think that um like there's maybe um um it's 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 probably like more than one medium. Like um, some of it is um, uh, they're called walking simulators, but really I think a better term is like digital immersive immersive theater. Um, and then you have games that are more like sports, like um, COD or Dota, mm, which that are um, more mechanics I, based. Yeah. Yeah, which I I um I I think you can respect that just um as a pastime, like as a fun thing, and then like. Maybe like some of that's art in the way that chess is art, depending on how pure you can get it. And then you have um, most other games, which just don't um, have any value because they're just spectacle in a way. Yeah, they're that movie. Could, um... they're, they want to be movie. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. Like, maybe um, Thief, like the Thief games are good. Uh, well, the Thief games know. are like Doom if Doom was. Game, which people are going to get mad at me for saying that, but I stand by that take. It's like it's a old school style first person shooter, but you also can hide. The extra mechanic is you can hide. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess the, the feeling of uh, immersion is the um, unique thing. Um, but a part of that is just using movie techniques, like special effects and stuff like that it's just um that you manipulate the camera yourself so i i I don't know like i i don't think that um there will ever be a a citizen cane of gaming i don't think it'll ever be like a respected thing but i think more people will get into it and it will probably converge with vr technology and uh vr porn in a lot of uh kind of dystopian ways in the future so I, I don't know, like, um, you see, you see these, um, these kind of uncanny valley, um, like, really advanced CGI faces, and it just, it just feels like this dystopian thing is reaching down at you from the future. Like, um, if, if you, um, like, you, you've seen stills from, uh, The Last of Us Part Two, right? Yeah. Like, um, the, the vibe I got, like, even when I was playing that game, was that um like it, eventually people are going to be having sex with these characters like on a headset with like like gloves on that like st- simulates yeah senses. and their dick in a sleeve yeah yeah it it's it's really it's really a dark, um really a dark future once you look at it but and and, you're starting and to, to your see point it. there isn't like sexuality like a big part of that game. Yeah, like the sexuality a... of the character. I just saw that there was a sex scene that was like really going around. I, I, oh my god, um, that was uh, 
a baffling choice. Um, I don't, I don't know what the idea with it was. Like they, they were trying to do like an HBO style, like um, like edgy, like cinema verite thing. But just the the faces uh, really didn't convince. Uh, like when some when something really complicated like that, the uncanny valley becomes more pronounced, and you're just looking at these advanced dolls. Basically, it's not um not something I I uh, I want to, but it's probably burned into my mind. Yeah, it seems. I don't know. I've been I've been not paying attention to that whole thing because the politics of video games are not something i want to occupy my time with yeah it's um it's it's really funny like, the, the other the other so, isn't it like a zombie hear... game i don't get how it's yeah, so complicated. yeah but um yeah but someone um someone on twitter like a, a game reviewer compared it to schindler's list oh um, shit. yeah <laughs> yeah of course of course schindler's list there's no other yeah movie. <laughs> yeah I, I another really weird choice in that uh game was um there's actually a part where you're in a synagogue, and um, um, like there's parts of the game where you're in some environments, and if you like press like the the left paddle or whatever, it'll zoom in, but it won't zoom in with like a reticule, and your character won't take out their gun. But in that part, like you you do take out your gun, but when you um you hover the cursor over like um Jewish iconography, the uh the reticule will like um, turn gray, and you can't, oh, you shoot. can't shoot. You can't. But you can't they like do anti-Semitic things in the game. Yeah, exactly. But they like they cool designed. It. They designed like these um, th- like this really complicated 3D art that looks good. So you want to zoom in on it at the same time just to like look at it and be like, oh, like some someone spent a while modeling this, but you can't do that without taking out your gun. And it feels like a really advanced um, mind game. Almost. So yeah, like a lot of like really weird stuff going on with that that game. Yeah. Well. So I guess that's gamer. I guess that's proof that Gamergate is at the head of this whole thing. Is that now Jewish iconography is in video games and also protected. It's a protected video game. Class. In like a really weird way. Yeah, they like yeah. they want they want you to think about doing it because if um, then they can tell you no yeah because the simple situation would be to just have the camera zoom in without the gun but they didn't do that and i can't like um think of another explanation for why they chose to do that than that it's like some kind of weird perverse thing where um it's like um I, I, it's like how um after like um a diversity seminar like you'll you'll feel like more racist in some way <laughs> because you were just like exposed to it for like two hours. Cool, because they were telling yeah. you you were racist. <laughs> yeah. And you just don't want to deal with it. Yeah. There's a certain rebellious nature that I think is just human. It's just human nature that you don't want to do what you're told. Yeah. It's also like what what are your actions that are tied to that? Like if you drunk drive and you have to you go to driving class and you're like, I'm here because I drunk drove. Like 
whether or not I agree with the punishment for my drunk driving, I have an action that I can connect in my brain to why I'm here. As opposed but it's to, just like, it's if just you a just paid a, thing. yeah, if you just paid a quarter, like, you know, $50,000 to go to college and they put you in racism class, you're like, wait a minute, I paid for this. That's the only action I can attach. Yeah. And that's good. That's probably good. I mean, I understand why that would be comfortable. It's actually, um, a really, a really funny memory I have from college is, um, like the, the most, um, red pilled person in one of my classes was just a, like a Zionist, and um, we were reading. <laughs> they we were are reading, in a way. Yeah, so we were we were reading the other Malcolm way. X. Yeah, we were reading Malcolm X, and um, like the the um, the teacher was like like um, oh like um like Malcolm X like didn't like um white supremacy I and mean, he didn't like racism, so he converted to Islam. And then the uh, Zionist student was just like, if he didn't like racism, why did he convert to Islam? And the entire class was silent. And, and they can't say anything to him either. No, no. Not He's at guarded. all. Really, um, really a funny memory, actually. Yeah, they got, he, he just outdunk him. Yeah. He had the Israel privilege. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, See, maybe I almost wish they had a Malcolm X right now. I wish we had a Malcolm X yeah. right now. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with the leadership of uh, DLM. They're all feds, right? It's all, yeah. that's just my take. And yeah. maybe that's me hoping it's feds, but I, it seems like it's all just feds. All the way I, I think that the original people were uh, disappeared or something or just converted. Like, I, I don't I do think remember it's the same he, people. I do remember hearing a story around the Ferguson times that, like, they found oh, yeah. an organizer, like, burnt up in a. Thing. They found like they found like three of them all burnt up in cars in the same way. Yeah, so, so like who who I mean that seems kind of iffy. And then this newest like Black Panther March thing, dudes had like airsoft guns. In oh yeah, I'm like, like this has to be yeah guns with no sights and stuff like that. It's like this has to yeah. Be, right? I I don't know how guns work, but um, like um they would have jammed if they were fired. Yeah, there was something. one that was jam- yeah. There was a 22 that was first off all these fake. Black Panthers have like 22s, like ARs, 15s, and 22, which is like a toy, right. basically. You buy that as a toy. So it's like, mm-hmm. and then plus these guys, a lot of these guys had like airsoft guns. Like they had to be airsoft guns because you can't import these, the mo- those models of firearm into the country. Like a lot of this shit. Yeah. Well, I, so I, I know just, the, I have um, to think yeah, they're feds. The Black Panther um, meetup, like from a few weeks ago, Ended up being all actors who had mm. like Instagrams. Right? The hot girl. The hot girl. Yeah, yeah, from. yeah. Once I saw it was a hot girl, I knew. I'm like, hot girls yeah. aren't out here joining militias, man. That's not how it <laughs> works. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, they have better things to do with their time. Yeah, hot girls don't march down the street with guns. It's not really. I de- I challenge you to find one historical example of that. It's just not natural. No, why would they? Exactly. It's just a. It's especially like now when um, it's just a LARP, pretty much. It's just a, not a, not a good use of time. Yeah. I mean, I would argue that hot girls love LARPing. Oh, that's true. Uh, hot girls love to pretend like they're doing things. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't know. I didn't see any uh, jazz thotties, really, besides the one um, TikTok girl. With the big tits? Yeah. That was the only one. But see, one. the internet blows... I, I'm, again, I'm going to catch flag for this. The internet overinflates the value of big-ass tits. There's lots of girls yeah. out there with big-ass tits that are very attainable, guys. You just got to believe in it. It's also, you know, it's, it's about proportion. They're yeah. about um symmetricality it's about lack of sag there's a lot yeah, of other if you just want some inside. if you just want some fat milkers you, you know just pick up a chubby chick go to your local fucking steak and shake hang out someone's there stress eating because they're lonely there you go yeah I'm dropping free gems for the kids out there it's a good idea <laughs> Not for me, particularly, but other people. Yeah, the people that are inclined for that sort of thing. Yeah. But yeah, it. I want to see the inside of the division that finds girls with big tits to do socialist videos. Like, where where is the tank that they're organizing this out of? Just there college. seems like a lot of them. Like, with the set, is that what it is? Yeah, it, it seems like there's a lot of like sexy anti, like they're antifa, but it's also the girls like trying to be sexy. So they do it to try and get good dick. Really? Is there good antifa dick? I guess the second. City I don't know. I mean, I've take seen where they're all scandies, like all the leaders of. Antifa I've seen enough <laughs> of like the skanks at the like BLM rallies with the like, we love black cocks, so we should support black bodies too and like all sorts of disgusting shit sexualizing dude how do how is black guys not embarrassed of that shit well i know some of them i are mean a bunch of them are but like <laughs> i think <laughs> some of them are also just like pussies pussies so yeah I, w- one of my favorite videos from a protest is um some of those people that are uh, white but they dress in slave clothing and like paint on like whip marks were at one of the rallies and um they were just um everyone hated them um, yeah, that's just. You no, know. that made me think of something. And tell me if you, maybe this was just the weird New England school I went to. But tell me if you had a similar experience. When I was in like middle school, they sent us to like a two day weekend, like over the weekend. It was like a two day camp, and part of it was no joke, live action role playing being escaped slaves on the Underground Railroad. Damn. Well, you had to like pretend like they all the counselors pretended to be like slave masters and they would like try to ferry you to freedom through the underground railroad and we just ended up getting yelled at because how are you going to keep a straight face through that <laughs> like, like even best, when you're in middle best. school you're like this is ridiculous we can read at this best, like you're, you're gonna you're gonna think that it was like oh it's it's like this fun thing i did at summer camp like that's it was that's so at best, weird looking back it was so weird yeah but when I saw those people, I saw that picture and I saw them like, oh, sh-. it was like brought up a regressed memory where I was like, oh, shit, we did that. Yeah, my, my school had like a kind of mini culture war when I was a senior where it was super conservative. But then they brought in a bunch of new teachers and kind of changed the culture internally. Like it, it used to be um, two different schools on the same campus, one for boys, one for girls. But they started integrating the genders more, which. Led to a lot of chaos, of course. Did you guys and, have like um, uniforms and everything? Oh, we I I was tying ties when I was, yeah. 
Um, See, I went so, to again. I, I think we both went to like New England. Yeah, like probably Episcopalian schools. Yeah, mine was just vaguely Protestant. Um, yeah, they didn't have anything specific. Just vaguely. Oh, we had Protestant. an Episcopalian flag waving. Oh, nice. But that's, like eighty percent of the school like was identical. Italian. So it was yeah. Probably, so most of them were Catholics, of but it was oh yeah, there was, was no respect for the school, especially yeah. like if you're a Catholic kid, you used to like Catholic priests, which are like either creepy or drunk, and you have like this like sort of like young guitar playing Episcopalian. It was <laughs> it was chaos. Yeah, that's great. But um, <laughs> we had um we had a diversity day for like the first time. Like um, they just kind of brought it in. It's like this new thing. And mm. nobody really liked it, but um, one of the one of the girls there just um went on stage and said she was pansexual, and nobody had ever heard that term before. Yeah, they're like, "What? And, you want to uh, fuck a cooking pot? What the hell?" That was exactly what they said. Yeah, like that was um, my mom was a teacher there, and she was like asking me like, "Is is that what that means?" But um, I I don't know. It's it's probably like um completely like a college. I felt like my class was um like my, my grade was one of the last generations of that school where they had the kind of the kind of um the older experience with um that kind of institution where the teachers are like really mean to you and like a really yeah, there's hierarchy yeah, yeah exactly where, where there's old uh, new england schools used hierarchy. to be really good at that yeah used yeah to be high an upper classmen and lower class like there was a, yeah there was a cohesion i know what you're talking about yeah. But I brought up the uniform things because looking back, I think that's where a lot of, a lot of, like, I see a lot of this starting was, like, we had to wear uniforms. And, of course, girls had, like, to wear skirts that were a certain length. And yep. the, all the girls got together to protest wearing <laughs> skirts. Like, that was yeah. the first, like, social movement I ever experienced as a kid. It was, like, being in sixth grade and girls want to be able to, like, wear slacks instead of skirts and i'm like that's that's, where it all started we went all downhill from there when we masculized the women's uniform yeah yeah there was like a really weird suppressed energy because like um there were like two or three days a year where you could dress casually and like those two or three days it was just um it was all like um like it like all like um like this anthropological thing where the entire community um, on that side of the school just wore yoga pants. Oh, yeah. The juicy sweatpants come. Well, that was me when I was in high school. Juicy sweatpants came out. All the dudes are wearing their band t-shirts. Like, it was it was an expression of youthful energy. Yeah. I, I almost believe you, in Vic? that shit. Yeah, yeah, what was up with your school, Vic? Oh, I was homeschooled, so... Yeah, oh, it was a much you like it? environment. Yeah. I mean, for the first, like, up until I want to say about middle school, my parents tried to teach me, um, like, based off of curriculums and stuff, but they were always working or something, so it was always kind of half-assed. So I spent most of that time playing with Legos, and then around, like, 12, 13, I realized I was getting behind in math and stuff, and then basically spent the next four years catching up on math and getting to high school math level. And then I went to college at sixteen. So, so of oh, course wow. you you Damn, you're succeeded more than no. yeah. Well, I I feel <laughs> like that's not. just like um that's just like um high school um 
is uh, you end up going a lot slower than you would if yeah. you had um, your kind of experience back you, you go you're, you're self-taught. Yeah, you go a lot slower, but also that makes room for lots of other experiences that, like, help shape you as a person and help you become an adult, I feel like. Yeah. Because for my first two years of college, I still lived with my parents and was extremely socially retarded and had lots of catching up to do. High school socialization now just um, kind of fucks you up in a really weird way. No, yeah, I, I feel like um, I've, it's it's almost not worth it. Yeah, that's what I I get whenever I talk to people about it. It's like either it's not worth it, or like even if it was, it's like not that worth it. It's not like taking another two years, or like giving up a two year head start to get it back. And I feel like I've done all right. All things. Like an- another um, yeah, like it wasn't good- useful. But it was it was it was four years of where you got to like hang with your boys, yeah, yeah. girls around, and yeah. Like, and when I'm in when I have dark moments now, I have all these pleasant memories to to draw. Yeah. Right. I don't know how much that's worth, but it feels like no, it's it's, it's, it's really strange yeah. how like that part of my life I was just like saying like um like the, the most vile shit just um to be funny. <laughs> yeah and. <laughs> Then I just sh- I just shut it off in college. Like I I completely um changed my outward affectation because I mm-hmm. knew that people were gonna be weird. Um, you just um I I I, I don't know um. Loco did have this um this like a uh, good uh take um a really good uh troll take actually, where he said that um if people responded to his poetry by saying that they wanted to shove him in a locker. That was just them, like, dealing with their own pressed high school trauma. Because I will say should, that I yeah. had never seen anyone shoved in a locker. No, like, never. That's something I don't never. think I ever saw anything happen. I saw kids shoved into, lo- like, into the locker itself, but never, like, inside of a locker. Yeah, like, against. But um, it's, like, weird that people, like, um, start to act like they had, like, um, this kind of, like, 1990s, like, um ferris bueller's day off kind of high school experience where they're all uh you know like there's like a jock faction that's wearing varsity jackets and there's like nerds and it's it's just really not like that anymore like see that was a weird take for me there was definitely a group of kids that like played on their gaming laptops during lunch i mean i don't know they weren't like mercilessly bullied they were left but like we had nerds there was kids that were good at sports, but the, I don't. Jo- they weren't really jocks. They were just kids who wanted sports teams, and they intermingled. Yeah, but it was mostly it, just like the rich, pretty, like the rich clique that like all went on like exotic vacations together, and then like the kids who had jobs, and then drug kids. But they were yeah. cliques, I would guess. They weren't formalized, but like looking back, you could identify them as cliques. Yeah, and then um. I got I got to college and um it was like um it was completely racial. It was like okay, those are the Asians, those are the really? Middle Eastern wow. people, those are the Jews. And it was like a super um super liberal arts school, like one of the most infamous in the country, probably. That's crazy. But it was just completely racialized in that's, terms that's, of who was talking to who. That's creepy. Who'd you yeah, have? Yeah. Um other white kids mostly. I um, Man. 
I mean, it wasn't completely like that. Like, um, I was, I was, um, friends with a girl who was black because she was dating my roommate. But apart, apart from that, it was, um, it was pretty racialized. I would say. I mean, like there were, um, like obviously, like still clicks, like based on sports and stuff like that. So you'd see more um, diverse friend groups in that. But apart from that, yeah, it just um self-segregated like that. That's interesting. See, I went to yeah. a, I went to a school that could also be described as one of the most liberal arts schools in the country in in New York City, and I like didn't hang out with anyone I went to school with. Yeah, see, mine mine was, was in mine it was, was in, too much. Mine, mine was in New York State, so you definitely you've definitely heard of. Yeah, uh, for sake of not boxing each other, I'm not going yeah. to go much further. Yeah, but, of course. But I you you, you I, can I, you can guess a range. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> but uh. But yeah, I it was so bad that I couldn't even hang out with kids from college. I have like a friend from college. Yeah, I hung out just with kids from various, you know, music scenes or whatever. Yeah, just a, a lot of uh, really weird people. You see a lot of um dysfunctional, um, like clearly dysfunctional sexual um, dynamics going on, uh, where you you can't like um really call it. Or like try to help anyone because it's such a touchy thing. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. And oh, there, like... there was also um, there was also a, a girl there. Um, this this is where I got my take about sick girls being attractive because she um she clearly had um Asperger's syndrome, but she had like a really classical French face, and she was like really pallid, um, and she never slept more than like um. Like she 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 said that like she would get like four hours of sleep on average, and she was just so fucking cute. Like because, like because of that, like not in spite of that, like because of that. She was like a so, manic a manic chick, manic panic type chick. Exactly, but like she she was so like weakened that like <laughs> it didn't like manifest because she was. Sick. She was delicate. Exactly. Ex- that's that's the core of it. Yes. So what 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 happened with this this delicate autistic girl? She like moved in with this guy she was fucking, and then he broke it up with her like a week later, and she had to like take her bed back to her dorm. Um, and like everybody called, but um, you cut now, Vile. No, I, nobody. I mean, I would I wouldn't have stepped in, but like um, obviously like some of her um some of her friends who are women did, but um. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just um, just a lot of dysfunctional people who don't <clears throat> don't um listen to common sense. Yeah, you're almost too young. Like, <coughs> it's almost cruel to throw some kids into that cauldron. Yeah, especially like a real liberal arts cauldron where nobody wants to enforce any sort of norms. Yeah, kind of, um, it's kind of like just a fertile ground for if you're a little bit, you can just take it. Especially with like the the myth of college, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um, or like yeah, the, it's supposed to be transgressive in a way. Yeah, I, I don't think. What was your experience with um with college with seeing these people? Because you were young when you went in, right? I mean, yeah, it was always weird because like 
I was younger and also like the first year everyone was talking about like the size of their high schools and shit and I couldn't really relate to any of that. So I kind of felt outside of stuff for a while. And then my college experience really started when I moved into the dorms when I was 18 and just got to know a bunch of weird people. And like it it was a very weird experience. But in any, a good way. Uh, any any yeah. like uh, good anecdotes? Like there's it was like my first time like seeing actual queer people in real life, which was weird. Like cross dressers and shit that would just like right. walk around the dorm in a dress and heels. And like all of these different weird subgroups of people. You had, like, the magic nerds, and you had the board game nerds, and then you had the sports guys, and you had, like, all of these different social groups that interacted but didn't, and it was just interesting to see where they overlapped and then, like, get to know people and try to figure out where I fit in with that. Yeah, like, um, people who are on the sports teams, like, the real sports teams where they're they might be uh, getting a scholarship for it. Oh yeah, I didn't know. They, any they seem people, they seem to yeah. not interact with um, no like 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 the queer subcultures at all. Like oh, definitely not. Just in yeah. different worlds. Yeah, and then the other thing was on campus we had um, a preacher guy that would come and yell homophobic slurs and say AIDS was sent by God and shit like that. Oh wow! Oh boy! And it was always fun to just like go watch people yell at him, and then he'd yell at them, and it would just be like, it was basically just Twitter, but on in real life between actual yeah. queer people yelling at this crazy Christian. Yeah, obviously child. disturbed guy. Yeah, to, to do that like, consistently. And then at other times we had um this anti-circumcision troop come oh, through. Nice. Yeah. They I had, that like, was a meme. People are no. Actually... Like, if you've seen <laughs> the picture of the people, they've got the white jumpsuits and they've they've taken red paint and stained their crotch areas and they rock, walk around with signs saying, like, circumcision is bad, we shouldn't genital mutilate our children and shit. But apparently they were all, like, one cult that traveled there in a van and apparently they backed into my friend's car in the university parking garage and yeah it was just very weird so i don't know going from like home life where i saw my parents and my brother every day to living on a campus of like twenty thousand some people it's it was just weird yeah, like um, my my school um, it didn't have anything like that because I, it was private property. But um, right, um, there there was um, you know, like um, like a between the two parts of the campus that people would cross, and um, you'd have like um, you'd have like some good old boys like um, yelling at the students, and like e- even then, like I recognize like when I was trying to like be no, just like um, just like um, like counties. Um, oh. Hmm. And like even then, like got some real county. Yeah, yeah. Like even even then, like when I was like sympathetic with the other students there, I knew that it was just like um they hated them because they were rich. 
So they were just yeah. saying like what, whatever they knew would activate them. But, yeah. Um, a, a lot of a lot of um, a lot of uh, slurs um, being thrown at white students because um, they knew that it would set them off. Yeah. Um, which is really funny to look back on. Uh, <laughs> they they yelled at me once. They just called me a freak, and um, I was like, you're, "You're aiming at the wrong dude." Like I don't I don't have anything that you could apply that to. Like I'm I'm just I'm normal. Uh, but I, I guess I guess they don't they don't um they can't hit. Yeah. Huh. That's weird because that's the other thing. Here there are no townies. Hmm. Like in any meaningful sense, because the university basically is the town, mm. and like you interact sometimes with townies if you go like to the supermarket and stuff, but it's not. It's not like in where people would be angry at the university because, like, the town wouldn't be a third the size it is without it. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's it's not like this um this like complete social division like it was in my yeah. Case. Apparently, there is a little bit of it though, because I was talking to um one of the girls that grew up here. And she lived in the dorm, and there were some times that, like, she had an on-and-off thing with a friend of mine, and it was complicated, but we stayed up till, like, 4 a.m. one night talking about, like, how the university takes advantage of the town, but also mm. how, like, the, the town wouldn't even exist without the the university, so it's like, you can't expect... University, like, yeah, the university could definitely spend more money on improving infrastructure and shit, but yeah, I mean, college is such a meme now, yeah, like, it, it is like everything people say it is, like, those, um, those, uh, before and after college things, like, they're they are real, like, um, yeah, you do, like you do the, just like, um, just the group like project back your head for some reason, it's yeah, really funny. I dyed my hair. Yeah, I did. did I didn't go that far. Um, I did. Um, <laughs> I um, just just because just because um, it was it was a girl I was talking to. She wanted to paint my nails. So uh, I did yeah. that for like a few days, but then I didn't go anywhere. So, I. Uh, yeah. I did that too a little bit. Yeah. Um, but no, I dyed my hair. It was when I was still living with my parents, and it was like one of the only things I could do. And my mom had gotten henna hair dye. Because she, like, started prematurely graying at, like, 30, so she's taken to dyeing her hair all the time. And I was like, screw it, I'll try it. And I turned out, because I'm a natural blonde, and I, I turned into a fucking carrot top and looked yeah. like a natural redhead, <laughs> which was kind of funny. But, yeah. yeah. Uh, did, did you do anything like that um, to uh, good girls? Around. Oh, no, not really. I did try yeah. hanging out with, like, the queer kids for a little while to try and get girls, but I could never fit in there. I couldn't yeah. fit in with... I didn't fit in with, like, the frat boy types. I didn't fit in with, like, the traditional STEM good old boy types. That, like, they weren't rich enough to get into frats, but they weren't wealthy enough, or they weren't, like, poor enough or weird enough to be, like, in the queers. And so, I think the other issue that stopped me from getting in with them was age. Because 
with a lot of the engineers and shit, drinking is like a huge part, and most of them they've taken and five you were six 16. years. Yeah, and they've taken five or six years to get through here, so they're already 23, 24. It's like, I'm eight, I'm 17 now. It's like, yeah. Mm. Unless you're going to buy me the alcohol. It was fun getting drunk, though, for the first time in the dorm. <laughs> Doing shots out of red, little red Solo Cup shot glasses. That that yeah. was... There is an, there's an excitement to that, for sure. Yeah. The like, mystique. It's, it's, yeah. A, it's a curated mystique. Getting drunk yeah. in this college dorm room. Yeah, it's like you go into the room to t- do the shot, and then you go back out to the lounge, and just yeah, it was just weird. Hmm. But yeah, yeah it was right, more guys. weird for where I, I was at. I gotta go to bed. I gotta. All right. That tomorrow. that's a mood. Yeah, but I gotta go to bed too. But yeah, this has been fun. Yeah, this Thanks this, this is me, a man. this is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, it was a good one. It, it yeah, is. I, I, I think it was, yeah. Good, yeah. Um, good dynamic. Yeah. Right, so, um, yeah, we're, uh, I'll um, send this to me and I'll upload it um, along okay, with yep. the third one. Yeah, I'll probably get it sent to you tomorrow. But, All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. All right, thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Sounds good. Yeah. Stay safe. Nice talking All to right. you. All right, bye-bye.